0: This is Legacy Battle. Make sure you hit like and subscribe, whatever you're listening on. I'm Michael Adams, creator of Legacy Battle. I'm my co-host tonight from the Gridiron Battle Zone, Brian King. We are joined by uh, a special guest tonight. She is part of the fastest growing sport in the United States currently, uh, which is pickleball. In case anybody out there is wondering what that is, so tonight we have here for it's an interview. There's no debate tonight, just an interview. Um, she's a player out of Northwestern State University and is now in Major League Pickleballer. She is ranked currently number five in the world. And we've already said before we start recording, when this show is released, she's going to be number one. So keep an eye out for that. Um, sh- so she's played for the uh, the St. Louis Shock, which uh, started in 2022. So we have uh, just, she's going to be one of the all-time greats. I'm telling you right now, we have, we have Judith Castillo here. Judith, thank you so much for coming on.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, guys.
0: Awesome, and if you can't tell from the accent, she was born in Spain, uh, so that uh, and she's living here in America now. But we're going to jump right into our interview and our Q and A here. So, as mentioned in the intro, fastest growing sport in the United States. What do you attribute to that, um, and why the immense growth in popularity?
1: Well, fastest growing sport in the United States. Um, it's been happening for many years, you know. Um, I recently re- discovered Pickleball about a year ago, started playing less than eight months ago. Um, but most of the pros here, they've been playing like since 2020, you know, since COVID started. So I think that the fact, you know, that COVID happened and like we were trying to find something to do, like started increasing the number of people playing the sport. So um, I guess that's that's a moment in our, you know, in our time here on Earth that uh, make this, this switch happen. And uh, pickleball, besides all of that, I think is one of the coolest sports out there. You know, um, it's fast, it's quick. There's uh, it goes from slow to fast, you know, it challenges your uh, your speed, your reaction. Um, it truly it really is uh, like a really good community as well. So it has everything.
2: I understand that you got your, your start in tennis as a child and tennis was a large part of your life uh, until about a year ago when you sort of dropped everything and pursued pickleball. Could you explain the thought process that went into that decision?
1: Yes, so I started playing tennis when I was 12. Um, I have a soccer and track and field background. So I've always been active, you know, started playing tennis, went to college. That was completely unexpected uh, to come here into the States. And then um, unexpectedly too, I went to play a tennis tournament in a city uh, an hour north from my school, got a job over there and uh, played a couple tournaments for fun. And the last tournament that I played, it was mixed doubles. And it was a battle. Like, it was 3-5 class. And we had to fight our way into uh, the gold. And um, after that finish, I mean, I was having a, a really good job, full-time job. Um, and I was pursuing my visa to stay in the country. So I had a couple options. I could um, go back to school. Or I could uh, try to find, like, a way to stay in the country. And I didn't know any of that the moment that I started playing pickleball. But, you know, I was with, like, a really close friend of mine there back home. And he was saying, like, Judith, if you're not happy, you need to, to find something that, that gives you that happiness. And a group of friends, they they saw that my happiness was coming when I was on the pickable court. Like doesn't matter how many hours I was working, anytime that I was on a pickable court, you could just see like you can see me smiling, happy, uh supporting people around me and they were like, that truly is what you are meant to do. So I was like, you know what, let's let's give it a try. And if it doesn't work out, then at least we try, you know, but if we don't if we don't go ahead and give it a shot, then I'm gonna regret for probably the rest of my life. So uh, my friends encouraged me to to like Start this journey.
0: So, tell us about the St. Louis Shock, uh, founded in 2023, and how you became a part of that team.
1: Well, um, I started an MLP actually in the Washington D.C. I was the uh, a peak on the last event that they did in San Clemente back on I think it was June, and then they did a redraft for the second season here in 2023, and I mean I was I remember I was practicing in Phoenix. Um, and I got a call, and the call said, like, hey, we're the San Luis Shock, and we have drafted you. I was like, wow, uh, thank you, guys. You know, so, like, then I, I did a little more of research into the team and stuff, and uh, we had uh, a team meeting online uh, with all the owners and general managers. And all I can say is that I'm really thankful that I'm in that team. Great ownership, uh, amazing teammates. Um I mean, they, they are there for us, not only for the MLP, but like anything else that we need, you know, we can have them as a great support system. So that tells you just a little bit of how good the, the San Louis Shock is uh, as a team and as a people-oriented. So really thankful for that.
2: So, Judith, as I understand it, there are no overhand serves in pickleball, like there are in tennis or volleyball. So how does one, how does a player, generate velocity to try to get, you know, an an ace against their opponents? Are there particular techniques to the serving?
1: I would say getting an ace is kind of hard on pickable because you serve underhand, but there are many different ways of serving. Um, You can have the closed stand. You can have the open stand. Uh, One of the things that I would say helped me quite a bit is just, like, being able to load on the back leg, which is the right leg for me. And also rotate and extend my hips at the time that I hit. Um, And also, like, super important, you know, that whenever you hit, you follow through with your arm. Um, That's how you generate the power. And then a little bit of spin, uh, if you do the top spin, like enter the ball from under, like if it would be 6 o'clock on a a clock, and then, like, spin it all the way to 12, you know? And then if you do the underhand, is sorry, the underspin is different. But that would be the main thing, you know, like loading on your legs and then extending your hips and kind of like rotating your hips as well.
0: So my next question here, I'm going to kind of combine two into one. So just, just bear with me on it. So um, St. Louis, currently, when I checked the standings this morning, I saw you guys were 17th um, out of 24 teams. So going forward as a team, can you guys turn the season around uh, you know, what do you expect from yourself moving forward? Uh, you only started in November of 2022. You've already been to the finals in the U.S. Open, and you got a gold medal in Sacramento. So what can we expect not just from your team going forward, but you as well?
1: Well, I will say that, um, you know, when you have all the teams, uh, San Luis was um, last season part of the um, premier, premier level. So right now, you know, like they switch the Switch teams and they do another like another draft, go go from there. Um it's a completely different team. You know, like it's uh we're gonna compete against different people, uh, different teams, different league. Um and the the fact that right now we kinda all know everybody, that gives you that team chemistry. You know, for example, um played a. San Clemente and the team chemistry is what made us you know like past group states that the team never did it before and then suddenly oh we won quarterfinals and we got it there on on semifinals you know like we I think we lost three and on, three one on um on the semifinals but uh it, we went from not being able to make it past group states to being able to play the semifinals and that's all team chemistry you know so. Um, when you have the mindset of working as a team, of knowing that it's not about you, it's about helping the like the four of us in the team to achieve the goal, I think that's super important, you know, so um, just a different time of the season I think that whenever we all started, we all were new into this right now we understand better um, not just speakable itself, but like how things work so like having that understanding and knowing that we have had more practice through the last, I would say, four months. That's gonna put us in a better uh, position than what we were before. So chemistry, uh, work ethic, you know, just all those two things combined is gonna be good for uh, for the season.
2: So, Judith, pickleball can be played on a variety of surfaces, both outdoors and indoors. Is there a particular type that is your preference and, and which is the one that you find most challenging?
1: I like outdoors better um, just because indoors the ball goes so quick. Uh, every time that I've played indoors, I haven't done well. Uh, I remember Minnesota and um, I think it was Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, it's just a different, it's a different type of game for me. You know, like ball goes quicker. Um, for me, it's also harder to see it indoors for whatever reason. It might be the lights, I don't know. Um, outdoors, you know. Like we all practice um especially like down in Louisiana, we all practice outdoors um you have to play with the sun with the wind, so you have to adapt to different conditions uh that's kind of challenging, but uh between indoor and outdoor, I prefer outdoor, and the surface is always hard court. I've never played pickleball on clay court, but that will be super cool to try one day, yeah <laughs> yes.
0: So you have a master's in sports management. Tell us about your uh, positions at ACE, the American Council on Exercise.
1: You think quite a, quite a background check on me now. <laughs>
0: <That's> it's, what, <laughs> it's what we do. It's what we do. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're thorough.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Well, um, you know, I came to college. I uh, didn't know any English, and I've always been passionate about sports, so I decided to go into health and exercise. So that was my, my bachelor's. And during the health and exercise, my last year was 2020. And I decided, you know, that I wanted to pursue a, a master's degree. And I was looking at different possibilities. And in my head, at some point in my life, you know, I wanted to be uh, related to the athletic department in some form or fashion. So I didn't know exactly where I wanted to go with that. So I got a personal a trainer certification by the American Council on Exercise. Um, used to work for the next three years of my life. Um, I also got like several other certifications through that same you know American Council on Exercise and um, right after that I started the master's degree and I started liking a lot the kind of administration part of athletics. So um, I was kind of like helping out a little bit with fundraising for the university but also I was part of the strength and conditioning department for athletics. So uh, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. So I didn't want to close any doors. I was still, you know, sometimes giving tennis lessons, but um, I was mainly focusing on uh, doing the master's and focusing on the administration part. So didn't close any doors. And right now I'm not doing anything related to that. So cheers to that.
2: <laughs> nice. So... Judith, that that first PPA tournament for you, the Florida Open back in March, you were able to win six matches and and your only loss came to the number two ranked player in the world. So what did that showing do for your confidence? And did you get a feeling at that point, like you truly belonged in Pro Pickleball?
1: You know, you're right. Um, That was a tournament that kind of marked beginning and beginning of something, you know, more than like mentally. I was uh, playing Pickleball February, uh, didn't get any like really good results, you know, like some good wins, but like I was losing more than winning sometimes and uh, got March, went to Florida and um, I remember so first match uh, mentally, you know, I was like, I played this girl before and I'm not sure exactly what's going to be and was able to win. I think I won in, in two or one in three um, and then I was playing Mary Brasa. So, I mean, I have so much respect to Mary um, as a person, as a player. She's awesome. She's a great competitor. And I remember playing against her in December in Arizona, APP Mesa. And she beat me in straight sets. And her coach, also the commentator at the time, um, he came to me and he's like, hey, like, if I will be you, I will continue playing. So, you know, all those things came to mind the moment before I stepped on the court like wow okay so here is you know the moment that like got me to continue playing pickleball as well so um stepped on the court and it was a battle um I think it was straight sets but I mean it could have gone either way and after finishing that match in my head I was like wow I cannot believe that this is where we are right now you know like how did I win this match so I for a second, and then I'm playing Salome, um, lost in a straight set, but we had the back draw. So with, um, with the back draw, I was able to come around to, like, fifth place. So I was playing Alice Jones, who also beat me really bad, like, a couple of weeks before in Arizona, and then I was playing Lina, uh Martin, for the fifth place, who also beat me in December in APP Mesa. So... In that tournament, I was like, okay, that's where we were in December. That's where we were in February, and now here in March, this is where we are. So that was a confidence booster because, um, you know, sometimes you go to tournaments and you might look confident, but inside you have so many doubts. And uh, being able to transfer all those doubts into good wins that was that was important.
0: Excellent. Well, we are really looking forward to see where your career goes. I mean, it's just getting started and and we, it's only going to go up. So I, I want to thank you, Judith Castillo, so much for coming on today. We we really appreciate your time.
1: Of course. Hey, thank you so much, guys, for making time for this.
0: Yeah, and I'll remind everybody who's watching this, check out our archives. we got shows from all sports. We always like to expand our repertoire. Make sure you hit that like and subscribe button and the notification button. We'll see everyone next time. Thank you for watching. Have a great night, everybody.